Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me every single day, 365 days a year, for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in Santa Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Rachel Renee Russell is the author of the Dork Diary series. We're going to be talking about her latest book, Dork Diaries Number 15, Tales from a Not-So-Posh Paris Adventure. Rachel is the number one New York Times bestselling author of the Dork Diaries series, a blockbuster series chronicling the life and misadventures of middle school students Nikki Maxwell and her best friends Chloe and Zoe. With humor and wit, Rachel's books encourage tweens to embrace their individuality and always let their inner dork shine through. Nikki Russell is the illustrator for both book series— 
this mother-daughter team has released 19 consecutive New York Times bestsellers. Nikki Russell graduated from the University of Michigan with a bachelor's degree in elementary education. Welcome. I'm so excited today I get to talk to Rachel and Nikki about Dork Diaries. This is so exciting. Wow. Yeah, so we're, we're super excited to be here. Wow. I have to say... Right before this, I was dropping my kids at school, and I had the Dork Diaries out because I was showing my son, who loves the books and all that, and one of his friends walked over, and I and she he was like, you know, my mom is interviewing the authors, and she's like, what? Her oh, friend, well, and she, and I was like, what should I ask? Excellent. And anyway, she was like, find out why Mackenzie has to be so mean. How did Mackenzie get so mean? So oh. I have to just ask you that before I forget. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's my first question, then we'll go into the whole series. Okay, the... Uh, the reason Mackenzie is so mean, actually, she's probably meaner to Nikki than she is most people, is because when Nikki Maxwell moved into the school, Nikki was considered, uh, Mackenzie was considered the best artist in the school. And everybody raved about how talented she was and, and all of that. But once Nikki Maxwell arrived, of course, Nikki, even more talented artist than Mackenzie is. So that's her major bone to pick with Nikki Maxwell is that all the school is, you know, calling her the best artist in the school, which kind of stole a crown from her. The second reason why she doesn't like uh, Nikki Maxwell is that she, Nikki and Brandon are good friends. And Mackenzie's had a crush on Brandon for like since kindergarten. So those are those are the two reasons. And she's a mean girl anyway, and a little self-centered, like some of the mean girls that we've probably encountered in school. So that's yeah. the answer to the question. Got it. Although in the catacombs, it looked like maybe they were going to be friends for a minute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whenever Mackenzie gets in trouble, she will be, befriend Nikki Maxwell if that will help her life. Yeah. Also in book 11, the same thing happens there too. Interesting. So, okay. Book 15, they all go to Paris. It's so exciting. I I was like, yeah. you know, edge of my seat waiting. Well, are they going to get asked to be part of this? Is he going to call? Is the, mm -hmm. you know, the yeah. music guy going to call them back? And then next thing you know, we have these amazing illustrations. I honestly, it's like breathtaking. Yeah. And some, in fact, Zoe was, my friend Zoe was saying this morning, some of the style of the illustrations of Paris seems to be a slightly different than the illustrations for the girls. So I wanted to find out about your style and how you decided to do that. But, you know. I'll let Nikki answer Yeah, that. Nikki, go ahead. Well, I feel like since Nikki was headed to Paris, that would be the perfect opportunity for her to learn fashion illustration. Mm -hmm. And those are the illustrations you're seeing in the book that are different from Nikki's style. She decides to take on something different to take her, her skills to the next level, which is good for any artist to do. It's always good to refine your skills and your style. Awesome. And how did you two pick Paris? Oh, it's kind of a long story, but I will explain it. Uh, Nikki and I were planning to go to Paris. And um, as a matter of fact, Nikki wanted to go to Paris very, very badly. So I was like, okay, fine. We've been you know, working really hard. We will go to Paris. So we started planning it. And we also had a book due. We're supposed to be working on a book the same around the same time that we were going to be going. So I'm like, we can take advantage of the situation if we can set book 15 in Paris. So since we're going to be in Paris for a couple of weeks and we're supposed to be like working on the book or submitting um, notes and some of the initial plot lines for book 15, if we have Nikki and her friends go to Paris, that will be perfect. So that was our plan. However, as Lice would have it, we were planning to go to Paris in May of 2020. 
And of course, in May of 2020, COVID was ravaging the world and all international travel had been canceled and, you know, whatever. So our trip to Paris got canceled, but we were able to take Nikki Maxwell and her friends to Paris anyway. So it turned out well. Not so good for us, but definitely <laughs> great for Nikki Maxwell and her it's friends. It's always nice when we can write where we want to be, right? Like, exactly, exactly. You know, like, I, you know, today I feel like I'd rather be laying on the beach. I'm just going exactly. like, to pretend yeah. that I am in, in my Miami, head. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Saving the world right now, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, so that it, it was, but the problem was that if we were in Paris, it was going to be a lot easier to write about Paris because I've never been to Paris before and I know very little bit of, about it. Nikki speaks French, you know, from that she learned in high school and college. So after we figured out that we weren't going to be going to Paris, it, the book became 10 times harder to write because we were going to have to write 300 pages about a group of people in a city having day-to-day adventures in a city we've never been to and knew nothing about. So uh, Google Images became our friend. (laughs) So that's how we managed to pull it off. And a lot of people think, oh, obviously you were there. And we're like, no, we did not go. So have you gone, did you go, like, have you been yet? Like, did you go recently? No, we have not. Still no. Because by the time we finished the book, well, actually it took us several years to finish. That's (laughs) another complication. It took us several years to finish out. But yeah, we are planning. Uh, We were planning to go next year but the Olympics is going to be scheduled mm. there. So people are like, we're going to go. We have to get there before the Olympics. Otherwise, once the Olympics is there, it's going to be like 10 times, 100 times more people, even who knows. And it's going to be not about Paris. It's going to be about the Olympics. And we want to go to visit the city and see the culture versus, you know, the Olympics. It would be wonderful. But again, we're more interested in Paris. So we may not go next year, unless we can get there before the Olympics start. It would be fun if you organized a mother-daughter group trip to Paris where you take everyone to all the sites and everything that you yes, write about that in the would book. be very cool. Like yes, a Dork Diaries Abroad a dark, trip. A tour, yes. A tour, yes. yeah. Nikki and Paris, a posh Paris adventure. Our, yeah. our tour could be called the same yeah. uh, name as our book. Totally. You can have different yeah. ages of kids too. Like I would go exactly. with my mom. Yeah, that know. would be fun. That's a very good idea. Maybe you could do it in time for Mother's Day. You could do May, May of 2024. All right, I'll stop. Yeah, yeah, before, because yeah, I think the Olympics will be the summer. So if we're going to get there, we have to get there in June. June. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, May, June. I think, I mean, yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Huh? You can plan that when we hang up. Yeah, that's fine. Very good. Taking things back just a minute away from this book and just to the series in general. Obviously, you could not have known the massive explosion the series would become. I mean, I'm sure you had a hunch that it was good. But the fact that this has become this, I mean, it's like a franchise. It's a whole brand. It's- oh, yes. And, and I, when I initially wrote it, I hoped that to sell one book. And I hoped that it would sell well. I, I wasn't even anticipating like a million copies. I thought if it did, because I think they said if, if the average book for children sells about, what, 10,000 to 50,000 copies, you're good. Maybe not necessarily New York Times bestselling, but that's really good. So that was my goal was one book and maybe 50,000 copies or 100,000 copies if I'm really, really lucky. However, when I, once my literary agent submitted the manuscript and it was, went to auction, that was my first <laughs> That, like shock that, oh my gosh, in an auction, a book auction is pretty much like a typical auction. Several publishers from different companies are bidding on it and it go, the book is sold to the highest bidder. And that's very, very unusual. It happens maybe several times a year where of all the 
thousands or tens of thousands of books that are sold every year, only maybe a few of them actually go to auction where publishers are literally fighting over it. So that was my first thing, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this might be successful. Simon & Schuster won the auction. So the book was uh, sold to Simon & Schuster. And the first thing they did was ask for either two or three additional copies so or, or editions. So by the time I signed my contract with Simon & Schuster, it was already a series. So again, I'm like, Hmm. So those were kind of the, and then of course, once they requested several books, I had to get Nikki to basically make being a children's illustrator a career because mm-hmm. for several years, we were going to have to, to get these two or three books done that they had purchased. And of course, after the first three books, the rest is history and we end up with all the stuff behind us. So. Oh my gosh. And Nikki was a teacher at the time. Yeah, I was going to ask what you, what you yeah, were doing. You talk about that? So I was, I majored in elementary education with a minor in fine arts. So I always had art with me, but um, to begin with, I was a first grade teacher and I was also, I also taught third grade for a little bit. So when mom came and asked for help, mm-hmm. that was when I was teaching first grade. And I figured, well, it would be two of my favorite things. It would be art and it would be kids. So it's a win-win. So I did resign from teaching and I went into illustrating full-time. And that's the way it's been ever since. Yes. And next year will be our 15th anniversary. So we've been working together for 15 years. And it doesn't, it feels like maybe seven or eight, not 15. Oh my gosh. Well, I would argue you're still teaching in what you're doing. Yes. Well, thank you. That's a very good way to put it. Absolutely. Just just not in a classroom. There are many ways to teach. (laughs) You don't fight? Do you guys fight doing this together? Uh, No, we we have discussions, you know, more so than heated, you know, arguments or whatever. And so, so she tends to correct me on, I would say kind of like pop culture things mm-hmm. or like what's in or, you know, yeah. whatever. Because I mean, I was in high school in the 70s. So my my idea of what's cool or whatever is not what, you know, <laughs> is it cool? So like if I, I'll have Nikki say something and mom and Nikki will be like, Nikki Maxwell would not say that mom, she was not in high school in 74. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, what would Nikki Maxwell say? So Nikki's the expert on, on like the pop culture stuff because she's keeping her finger on that being a lot younger than I am. So it's just th- that's probably the major thing. And then what else did the, what, do, what else do we disagree with me on, if, if at all? Or you have to, we have discussions about, can you think of anything else? Well, since I'm your daughter, mm-hmm. there's there's always how, when I come to work with like a slight cold. Oh, or yes. Health, this I'm is a mommy thing. Go to bed. Yes, unlike most employees where you have to drag yourself in with 190 degree temperature and whoopy cough and rashes or whatever else. If she comes in and if she has a sniffle or whatever, I'm like, Nikki, oh my gosh, you have a fever. Go, go, go. She's like, mom, if I'm like, home, I'm your boss, go home. Or I'll, get her little comforter. She has a wonderful studio and it has a couch and kitchenette and all that. And I'm like, no, no, quit working. Just lay here and I'll get your little dark diaries blanket and put it over you and just relax. So, but that's kind of a good problem to have when your boss is saying, take care of yourself and take the day off or here's some chicken soup or whatever. So, So I'm curious about the original inspiration. I know that at the end of every book, you end with, I am such a dork, right? But you two are not. Why would you say this? (laughs) Um, You want to talk about being a dork? Yeah. yeah. Um, Growing up, 
it always wasn't smooth sailing and admittedly I clean up nicely if you were to <laughs> view it from the outside mm-hmm. but being a dork is also an inner thing mm-hmm. it's where you choose to dance from the beat of your own drummer you choose to do things that might make you stick out and maybe not in a very good way if you happen to cross someone like McKinsey Hollister mm-hmm. I had a McKinsey Hollister in almost every grade growing up I had mm-hmm. one in elementary school in middle school and even high school Whenever I tried to dress differently or act differently, she would make fun of me and give me a very hard time. So in the end, I had to learn to embrace who I was and be positive about it, even though she or others like her would always put me down. And um, that's where I consider being a dork being an inward thing and how you choose to manifest yourself on the outside is completely up to you. I happen to be a a girly girl. Mm -hmm. And if I could, I would like to show people that even though you like to dress really glam, you can still be a kind-hearted person who does their own thing and is a dork on the inside. (laughs) She had a very, very hard time in school and was bullied. And her, her dad is very tall. He's six foot I think maybe four or something. And so she was always the tallest kid all the way starting in kindergarten. And she got teased for that a lot. As a matter of fact, they didn't quite catch up to her probably until high school when some of the varsity basketball players finally were as tall as she was. But so she, yeah, she was teased. And because I think we were talking about, and we usually share this um, at our book tours because there's, you know, kids that are going through something similar. But we were in the car once and she was like, oh, mom, I don't know, we were talking about bullying or physical aggression, and she was like in the car talking about the time your backpack got kicked. Yes, <sighs> it was a very hard day. That, that was day. high school, right? Yeah, yeah, I actually cried after it, but there was this one guy, um, it started off with him and I arguing because I thought he was being rude, and I told him to watch where he was going, and he just started kicking my backpack over and over again. And I felt so uh, it wasn't around the classroom floor. Yeah, in front of the entire the, class. The guy behind me said, "This is getting so interesting. I love drama. I need some popcorn." Kind of like that bunny <laughs> scene out of the Trolls Three movie, but that literally happened to me, and it felt horrible. Oh, well, my teacher, she encouraged me. She gave me a hug and told me that I was special and not to let anybody put me down. And that stuck with me. I always remembered that. So she, anyways, she saw the good in me in and that didn't let situation, it. situation, they were, well, one guy was physically kicking her backpack across the, around the classroom. And people, the people laugh over there. Oh, yeah. They were laughing yeah, was, and talking. And the teacher and, stopped it all. And then and you ended up in the hall crying. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so no, it was like she she looks glam and happy and whatever now, but some of her experiences in especially middle school and high school were not very good. But we were able to use it as uh, inspiration to write about it in Dork Diaries and hopefully inspire other kids. Wow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I feel like as a mom, you know, the kids who have in some way crossed my kids like this one boy who like punched my son once at a birthday party for no reason I will never forgive him ever do you know what I mean like you just don't like now this kid is like you know a teenager I'm like I don't forget yeah I know yeah and you may consider forgiving but you do not forget yeah Yeah, exactly exactly yeah Yeah, so yeah that was if there's any positive that has come out of some of her negative experiences growing up is that we were able to share her experience with the world and hopefully inspire and encourage other children yes. who are going through that and maybe send a message to those that are bullies or want to be bullies. Interesting. Yeah, we are, we're, we're watching you. You never know when we're going to put out a book and a story about you. So true. I know. Everything is copy. <laughs> so how, when you two work together, what is the process like in terms of the writing and the illustrations and the timing and literally do you sit next to each other and you know what oh, what okay. comes when okay this is my office and then down the hall through the kitchen and then the other side of the house nikki requested that i build her a studio so it was a i bought this house maybe 10 years ago and the original owner collected cars so I had, there's hmm. like what is it a six car garage on the other side of the house mm-hmm. so we turned part of it into a master bedroom that's upstairs and then the bottom part we took uh, three of the the th- part of the three car garage, the six car garage. We took three of the garage stalls and turned it into a wonderful studio for Nikki. And it's pink and it has a kitchenette and sofa. You can totally and, give a tour of it on TikTok. Yeah, we're, we're on TikTok now. Know. And she, had, she did a tour of it. So anyway, Nikki works on the other side of the house in her art studio. It has like a, a U-shaped glass desk. And it's really gorgeous. Her doll collections are out and her your video games. So it's, I, I, her office is a lot nicer. This, I think my office is nice. Hers is like 10 times. I don't have running water and a microwave. And <laughs> I have to go to the kitchen if I want a snack where she has all that in her office. She has a phenomenal, wonderful studio and she deserves it, which is why I did it. But so yeah. I'll, usually it takes us about six months to write a book and that's for the writing and the illustrations. We start with chapter one, obviously. And I don't know if people know, but Nikki Maxwell's diary is actually one month. So each of the books in back of us are one month. And chapter one is the first day of the month. And chapter two is the second and it goes all the way through. So automatically there's, you know, usually 30 or 31, you know, depending on what month it is, chapters in the book. And so I start with the first day of the month and I'll write whatever's happening. And then I'll write art instructions to Nikki, which is that, you know, Say if they're at the breakfast table and Brianna and Nikki are fighting over the jelly or something like that. And then they end up, you know, dumping. Brianna accidentally ends up dumping it in her lap and the bus is coming and all that. So I'll that will be my like first chapter. And then I'll write art instructions 
please illustrate this, 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 and that. And then I give it to Nikki. And each chapter has maybe six to eight illustrations in it. So she sends the, she does the illustrations and sends it back to me. And even now, 15 years into the process, my mind's always blown. And it's so phenomenal to open up the file and see Brianna and Nikki arguing and the mother's looking frustrated and then all of a sudden the <laughs> jelly's all over and you know it's wonderful wonderful so inevitably I take the draft I've written basically get rid of it and rewrite the whole thing based on these wonderful images that I now have in my head that Nikki gave me so I send it back to her with a more polished draft and then she makes a little bit by that time, probably very, very minor edits. Maybe we want more jelly or maybe, you know, mom has jelly on her too, in addition to the girls or whatever. So we can just go back and forth like that. And then we'll get done with the uh, first day of the month and we go to the second until we get the entire month and we just go back and forth. So that's kind of the process. I give her the chapter, a draft of the chapter with our instructions. She sends it back to me and then I inevitably make a polished, much, much more interesting, funny chapter based on her illustrations and then there's very very minor and then we're done and going to that basically it kind yes it is we work off of each other Mm -hmm. when you're doing your illustrations nikki is it on a computer do you draw anything by hand like what is your process do you have a big drafting table or is it just i do yes Yeah, so I draw by hand to begin with. I'll sketch something out because it goes a lot faster that way. And then I scan it into the computer. And that's how I ink it and refine it on Photoshop. And that also makes it easier to send off via uh, email. And you work on, what's that big expensive computer oh, I had to buy a, you? A Wacom tablet. Exactly. <laughs> I work on a Wacom yes. tablet. And it's a version that I think is a uh, Pixar and DreamWorks use. Oh, wow. Like, oh, wow. And I'm like, if it's good enough for them, then yes, it's good enough for you. But, oh my so gosh. She has a humongous Wacom tablet, drafting table, and a Wacom tablet. And again, if you see, look at her tour on TikTok, she shows all that. I'm sorry. I don't go on TikTok office. hardly ever, but I, yes. I know I need to be over there. Yes. So well, I will go we'll check it out. Maybe we'll send you a link. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll send you a link just so you can see the Yes, tour I will go office. on now that yes. I know it's there. <laughs> I, I feel like I never know what to do on TikTok. I, I just yeah, like go I know. there and we I'm like, the same way. I mean, I'm like, I, I won't even get into that. But yeah. like, Nikki was like, let's do this. And I'm like, number one, I don't get it. Number one, Two, it's like not long enough to like yeah. 15 seconds, 30 seconds. So, but we did, we had book uh, 15 coming out and of course we want to market it. So I'm like, I'll try anything that's yep. going to help sell the book. So it's like a what, one minute, 50 second video just saying, hi, I'm Rachel and she's Nikki and we're on, you know, we're the author of Dark Diaries and we have a new book coming out, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, well, if we get a hundred views, I'll be happy. It went viral and it currently has... Five million views. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's really and I'm like, beginner's luck, definitely beginner's luck. Wow. So then Nikki did a really, really silly video where again, sometimes you just lip sync off of this is what young kids are doing. You just lip sync off of something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no way, beginner's luck. You'll you'll be lucky if you get a hundred views. 1.7 million. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah. But Look we've got other videos that, that did not do millions and millions, but we were very shocked that we have a lot of fans on TikTok, apparently. So, How do people find you on TikTok? What's your name on TikTok? Do you oh, know? Um, it is Rachel Renee Russell at Dork Diaries. And it has like the little blue check. There's like all kinds of Dork Diaries. Dork Diaries lover, Dork Diaries girl, whatever. Yep. But officially, it's Rachel Renee Russell and at Dork Diaries. And again, 
we'll have a little blue check mark on the okay. Dark Diaries. Okay, we're so the now real, everybody real can find deal. it. Exactly. Excellent. Where do you see the characters going? What's going to happen with Nikki? How long can you, like, is Nikki going to grow up and have kids one day? Like, what? where are we going with this? <laughs> yes, and then, I, and, okay, and the weird thing about TikTok is that it, uh, there are young people there, but a lot of them are older, not older as in yep. my age or your age, but older as in 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very shocked when I kept getting like, you know, posts and comments about you raised me or Dirk Diaries mm-hmm. raised me, mm-hmm. or I've, I've been reading it for 14 years. I'm like, we've been writing it for 14 years at this point. Next year will be the 15th year. So on TikTok, we found all of our Dirk Diaries fans that had started reading in 2009 and now they're graduating from college and getting married and some of them are having their first child. So it was just totally, totally amazing. So it was wonderful being able to hear from our adult fans now. So that was the best thing about TikTok so far is we know younger kids read it, but to hear it from the older kids is really nice. And do the older kids want Nikki and Mackenzie and everybody to age, Zoe. Yeah, well, again, it's been 14 years, but each book is one month in her life. So mm-hmm. technically it's 14 years for us, but it's only 14 months for Nikki Maxwell. So, but she is going into high school in book 16. So we've aged her a little bit, but that's the weird thing is that each each of the diaries back here is one month of her life. So, mm-hmm. so time moves very, very, very slowly for her. But we are, since it's been a year, she is going into the next year of, of school. So she'll be in high school next year. But we have had people that say, much like I think the main character in Princess Diaries that ended up you know, graduating from high school and getting married and mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're kind of thinking about it. But right now we're just getting her into high school. Wow. Have you ever met anyone and you're like, oh my gosh, you're exactly what we imagine Nikki to be in real life? Um, yes, we've had Nikki Maxwell. I think we've met a couple of McKenzie's in a good way. They're just very beautiful blondes that uh-huh. look, look, look like McKenzie. And of course, we've had Brandon's too. Yes, we've had. And, and the most wonderful and ironic experience was when we were in Scarsdale, New York. That's literally Westchester County mm-hmm. territory. We met an older fan there who reminded us so much of Nikki Maxwell when she's grown up. Huh. It was wonderful. She had the, the shoulderless brown hair. She was kind. She was friendly and outgoing. She had the most beautiful smile. And was she, her name Nikki too? Nicole. Nicole, Nicole yeah. Nicole. yeah Nikki, wow. or Nikki, yeah. And she said growing up all of her life, she, I guess people had told her that she reminded them of the character. So you're right. And that was, that was like just what, three or four weeks ago we met her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, of all of our entire career, the most Nikki Maxwell that we met was this, and her name is Nikki. And oh my gosh. So, yes. Well, Rachel and Nikki, thank you for coming on. Thank you for all the hours of joy and entertainment and inspiration you've given millions of readers it's it's really amazing you make like books so relevant and this is why people read this is why well, thank people you write. so it's thank exciting you. so i think we're our, so what are our stats now i think we're at like 55 million copies sold and we're in like 53 countries in 50 languages, all 50, see, I think 50 languages, 
53 countries and then like around 55 million sold. So oh my gosh. So well, we're very, very proud. <laughs> yes, we're we're, we're Thank happy. You. All right. Well, it's great to meet you. Thank you so much. Great to meet you too, Zuby. Thank, Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.